Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is your host, your girl, the creator of Positive Vibes Only podcast, coming to you live on this Saturday morning. Just wanted to tap in really quickly to just encourage everyone, number one, and number two, to wish all the mothers, the mother-like figures, the aunts that step up like mothers, the stepmothers, which I call bonus mothers, and everyone that is a mother or a mother-like figure, I would like to wish you a blessed and happy Mother's Day. Uh, My brother and I were having a conversation and it was so deep, but I wanted to share some stuff that came out of our conversation because we both encountered something Um, I told him I had just never said anything, but I encountered it from people I really didn't expect to encounter it from. And I've encountered it more times than I'd like to say. But he recently encountered it because he's a bus operator. And so someone kind of, well, he encountered two things, but someone kind of said something um, very mean to their own mother. And he said it just really angered him because we lost our mom almost seven years ago and how much we miss her. And we just don't understand people who mistreat their mothers. Um, But then I told him, I said, you know what I had to realize? Our mother wasn't their mother and they didn't have the relationship that we had with our mom. So they would never come to understand how much she meant to us, how much we miss her daily. I don't care how many years go by and how much we loved and adored her, how much she sacrificed for us, how much we realized that, how because of her, her struggles, we are still able to move on even though it's been very difficult because we watched her strength even while she was battling cancer. My mom was so concerned about us, she didn't even concentrate on her actual battle. It was about us and her grandchildren. And so with that being said, what I told him is I said, people oftentimes don't know what to say and they say stuff without thinking. And I'll give you an example. And I was sharing this with him. Someone said to me a couple of years ago, actually at church, um, girl, your mom's in a better place. You know that I was crying. It, It just happened to be Mother's Day. I was crying. And instead of them really giving words of encouragement, they actually said, girl, you know, your mom's in a better place. You don't have to cry like that. And what I said to them, and I shared this with my brother, I said, just because she's in a better place doesn't mean that I am. And then they kind of got offended, but, and stopped talking to me, which is fine. But I'm saying that to say, if you don't know what to say, I know my mom's in a better place. I know God. I read the Bible. I know Christ. He's in my heart. My mother taught me that. And so if you don't have anything nice to say about someone who has lost their mother, and likewise, I was sharing with him, someone who has lost their child, because there are a lot of mothers who have lost their children. The first person that we ever lost in our family truly lost that was a tragedy was my brother, my middle brother. And when we lost him, I saw what it did to my mom. So I stepped up and I took on the responsibility and I don't like the word burden. So I say responsibility to ensure that he got buried and to do everything that I needed to do to ensure my mom didn't have to worry about it. And so my word of advice to you on today, if you know someone lost their mother and you do not know what to say, 
it's best you not say anything at all unless you think about what it is you're going to say first, because it does not give comfort to someone who misses someone so dearly. Now, there, I know there are some people who do not have good relationships with their mom, but I'm praying for you and I pray that you pray for your mother. But just put yourself in someone else's place. What if it were you? What if you lost a child? What if you lost your mother? What would you want that person to say to you to help you and to uplift you? I often find that I'm learning that navigating through this thing called life, God has taken me through so much and he's allowed so much to happen. And the thing that always stands out for me is the fact that my mom always said, why do we think we're not supposed to suffer? Growing up, that's all I ever heard. She said, because God Jesus died for our sins. He was on the cross and look how he suffered so that we can be free. So we don't have to suffer. So when we do go through things, there is a lesson to be learned. And then there's a blessing in the lesson once you learn it. And what I have learned is that when you do not learn that lesson, and if you do not seek God for clarity on that lesson, guess what happens? You keep repeating that same lesson or that cycle until the light bulb finally goes off. And then guess what happened? You get to move on. And so I want to share this with you before I leave you on today. I was going through some things a couple of months ago and it's just insane. And I told my brother, it's just so crazy how mama comes to me. I'm telling you how I told him. I said, it's just insane how mama comes to me in certain ways when I'm really thinking about her, when people don't even know that I am finally getting an opportunity to grieve after almost seven years. I didn't have that opportunity because I was too busy being everything to everyone else. But sometimes it hit me so hard now. Sometimes when I'm driving, a song will come on and remind me of her. But um, or I'm attracted to the clouds. Now, when I look up in the sky, I always see an image when I'm thinking of her. I've seen a heart. I've seen a clouds form into an angel with a halo. I've seen a cross. And every time I've seen these images, I've seen a dove. I've seen a hand with a heart in it. And so I started capturing these moments on my cell phone. And sometimes in the moment, I don't even realize the image until later I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, oh my God. And so I realized that was her way of letting me know that she's still with me. She's always within me. And so the other day I was um, in the store purchasing something for someone and um, I told my son, I said, I don't need nothing in here. Don't let me buy nothing. I start picking up stuff. And then he was like, nope, you don't need nothing in here. So as I was picking it up, he was putting, taking it back out the basket. And finally I said, okay, let me just go over here real quick. Really, I took him to look for a shirt and some pants. And so um, I was like, I'm just going to run over here real quick. And I found myself, I don't need another journal, but I found myself on the journal aisle. And then I started thinking about my mom for some reason. And I cut the corner and there was this signage aisle. And so it was all these different signs, but the one that stuck out at me said my mother was right about everything. So I picked it up. I didn't even look at the price. I just picked it up. I was like, whatever it costs, I got to have this. Um, the frame of it was white wood. So I brought it home and my mother's favorite color was purple and lavender. And I ended up painting it because it had like lavender flowers on the front. They were embedded in a black background with the words in white. My mother was right about everything. And I decided to paint the white frame 
lavender. Oh my God. When I fin and I literally came home, he went to his room and I ended up painting it, um, the next morning. And so when they got up, I was like, did you guys see what I painted? And so, um, to both my sons and they was like, oh my God, mama, that is so beautiful. But my youngest son who went to the store with me, he saw what it looked like when I purchased it. He was like, mama, it just stands out. It just radiates beauty. And I'm telling you, you would have to be here to see it. We literally saw a light illuminated after he came in and looked at it. And he was like, oh my God, it has like a light over it. Now, mind you, I'm in my living room. There are no lights on. The sun was not shining outside, but that signage just literally illuminated the whole room. And I told my youngest, I said, every time I'm thinking about granny, cause that's what they call her. I always seem to see or find something that reminds me that she's still with me. And I realized that's how I've been able to get through. So I'm going through, um, looking for something to donate to someone and I find my mom's wallet in a purse. And so I look at this wallet. I think I opened it one time since she passed. I don't remember the contents that was in it, but when I opened it, my mother, and this is what I share with my brother. I said, she, mama kept everything I ever gave her every card I ever gave her, whether it was just to say, I love you. It didn't have to be a special occasion because I always did stuff for my mom just because that's how much I loved her, appreciated her because had it not been for her, I would not have been able to obtain all the degrees I have. Had it not been for her sacrifices, I would not have been able to do what I did when I became a a single mom had it not been for her keeping my children allowing me when I needed the girlfriend time with my friends that I had at the time had it not been for her I would not have began to do some traveling for work in some instances had it not been for her sacrifices I wouldn't have been able to get my first apartment even though I had a job had it not been for her, I would not have gra graduated with 4.2 and 4.0 and 3.9 GPAs from all the colleges I attended. And so I always honored her. She was my best friend. She will always be my forever wind beneath my wings. And so in going and in this purse and finding this wallet, I just decided to dump all the contents on my bed and go through them one by one. This lady kept every card I ever gave her. When I say card, I'm talking about wallet cards. I bought her a wallet card with her name on it with a scripture that implies what her name meant. I bought me one too. It was at Disneyland. It was way back in 1999. She still had it. But this is the one that really, I guess I needed to find this. I think it was last month. I know it was a couple of weeks back, but I guess I needed to find this, but it's crazy how I gave her this card when she was battling lung cancer when we first found out and she put it in her wallet and every card that I gave her. So the only thing that was in that wallet, it was some money in there. It was, which I gave to my youngest son because I just wanted to gift it to him. It was all these cards that I had given her. It was her medical card and some other little cards in there. And then her last few doctors that I ended up finding for her because only the best for my mother. 
And so this card, it just happened to be a Mother's Day card. And I gave it to her, but it was a reminder to me. And I want to share it with you really quickly. A mother's love, advice you depend on, courage to try, smiles when you're happy, hugs when you cry, pride in your talents, warmth and affection, memories that gave you a special connection, a great sense of humor, interests you share, and whenever you need her, just knowing she's there. I am going to treasure this card forever. I took it out of her wallet and I put it in mine. And so I say to each and every one of you once again, I feel like I had the world's greatest mom and there will never be another to take her place. I thank God that he blessed me with her for the time that I had her. I lost my dad at an earlier age, at age 12. So I got to have my mom for 40 plus of my years. I will always honor her. I will always cherish her. I will forever love her and she will forever be in our hearts. I've had to unfortunately remove some people from social media because I actually had someone say, why are you always posting about your mom? And that's what I was telling my brother. I said, I was really shocked. The person that it came from, the fact that they would put that and then they later deleted it. Because my response was, at first I was not going to respond, but my response was because she was my mother. And so they deleted the post and um, I just decided to just remove them, to block them. Because one thing I do not need in my life with everything that I've been through and everything that I've seen and all the people I had to lay to rest in these past six and a half years, I can't take nothing but positivity around me. I can't tolerate anything but encouragement. I can't be around people who all they talk about is negativity and other people. I asked God to remove whoever I couldn't see that was doing that. And I was surprised at some of the people that he moved in the way in which he did it. But it was necessary for me, for my strength, for my mental health. I asked him to encompass me with the circle of people who really care. I need people, when I ask you to pray for me, I need you to really pray for me. I stopped asking, unfortunately, certain people to pray because I realized, number one, their prayer doesn't get any higher than the ceiling. And number two, they're really not authentic in their prayer. When people ask me to pray for them, I literally set aside time to pray for them. I don't have to know what's going on with you. I will pray for you when you ask me to pray for you. And if you ask me to pray for you and you care to share what's going on, I am intentional about my prayer. And it's crazy because in this season, I'm sitting back. I'm being more reserved. I'm being quiet. I've always been observant, but I'm being even more observant. And because I have truly just sat back, not said a word, and just observe and listen, God is revealing some stuff that I just either couldn't see, wouldn't see, didn't want to see about people, places, and things. And I'm cool with it now. I am at peace, but it took a minute. It took actually a year to really settle in and to really accept because guess what? It was a part of my prayer. It just didn't look like what I thought it should. It was a part of the removal of toxicity, toxic relationships. I'm talking about any kind of ship. 
friendship, relationship, workmanship, kinship, sistership. It doesn't matter. All those ships and and not all those ships will help you sail. Some of those ships will help you sink. And so I wanted to share that with you. That's coming from my heart. Actually, I've shared a lot more than I intended of the conversation that my brother had. And I told him, I said, you know what? I used to despise being an only child. And I said, and I remember mama saying to me, because I was an only child for nine years before my first brother was born. And I remember my mom saying to me, baby, I know you don't like being by yourself, which is why I got so close to my cousins and grew up with them. She said, and I know you want a sibling. She said, but being by yourself will serve you well one day. You'll understand when you get older. That time has come during the pandemic. While others were, oh my God, oh my God, we stuck in the house. I was so chill. I was so cool. I was at peace. And those words came to me. And those words came to me again recently. And so I'm like, this is what she meant. So much of what she said, my mother, the beautiful soul named Olivia, everything she ever told me was right. So much of what she said has shown up last season and in this season more particularly. And with that, I'm at peace. Like, I'm at peace. And I, you know, I told my children, I said, the fact that my boys are grown and still want to hang out with me or take me out or do stuff with me. And because when they were very little, I used to set aside time to do things with them individually. So they had their individual mother relationship with me. And then I do things with them together. To this day, we still do that. Not as often, But I'm like, you know, when she used to tell me, whatever you plant in someone, you will reap. That's a part of that planting because my young men are grown and I realized they have my heart. They have her heart. They love their mother and there's nothing that they wouldn't do for me. And I love them and I sacrifice so much for them. And they're just really starting to see it. I think they've always appreciated it. But as they've gotten older and as life has changed and all these things that are happening around us and all the protection that I've provided them, I think they really appreciate it more than ever. They appreciate life. They appreciate the time that they get to spend with me. Now that I'm back working, you know, my baby texts me all day, every day. That's how I used to do with my mom. And he'll check in with me or he'll send me a funny emoji. That it's the little things for me. And so on that note, I will leave you. I will talk to you soon. I'm going to be more intentional about my content, what I bring to you. Everything that has been on this platform from day one have been things that I've experienced, gone through personally. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Everything that I've shared on this platform has been authentic. I've been vulnerable. I've been truthful. And one thing that I have told myself is, I am cool and good with everyone, and I do mean everyone, friends, frenemies, kins, everyone, even the ones who aren't cool with me. That's between you and God, 
because he knows my heart and he knows that I don't deliberately hurt anyone. And if I have, I've asked him to forgive me. And if I have, I've asked him to reveal it to me. And he revealed one thing to me. I called that person. Well, they called me. I, ironically, he revealed to me who the person was. They reached out to me. We finally talked and we were finally able to get a full understanding because as I told her, things can get lost in translation when you text in and when you are emailing. However, I was done with the friendship. I was done with the relationship. I was just done. I gave it over to God and I was done. And then I hadn't heard from this person literally in five years. And then you call and like it's nothing, but then you go in because you got some stuff on your chest. So I was able to have a conversation with them. We talked every day on their drive to work right before I started working and for about a month. And so we finally came to what each of us was feeling. We were able to articulate our feelings. And like I told her, I said, I made my decision to just pull back and pull away and be done with it after a comment that you made. Because anytime someone tells you they don't want to have to choose between you and someone else, I made the choice for her. I chose me and I chose to pull away. And so when I said that to her, she didn't remember saying those words to me. And then I said, no, I said, I got the receipts because you made it a point of texting me. And I knew one day we would have this conversation and I knew one day it would come up. So I locked that text in. And so I was able to send that back to her. And I said, now, if you didn't mean this, that's the way it came across to me. And that's why people should pick up phones and talk because she said she didn't mean it that way. But yes, you meant it that way because you was angry in that moment. And that's why you shouldn't say things when you're upset. You shouldn't say things when you're angry. But when you're sincere and you really want to articulate how you're feeling, people should be receptive to that because those are your legitimate feelings. Likewise, you should be acceptable and, and respectful of their feelings. And I find that that's not always the case. And I'm finding it more and more that that's not always the case with people who they don't want to accept what how you feel and what you have to say, but they want you to accept everything about them and what they have to say. And that's fine. And again, that's something I gave to God. That's between you and, and him. I just don't have the bandwidth, the energy, the mindset to entertain anything but good things, to entertain anything but positive vibes, to, any to entertain anything except something that can help make me better. I'm trying to be better, not bitter. And so for sure, on that note, I bid you farewell. Again, happy Mother's Day. You have tuned in to your girl, your host, best-selling Arthur Victoria on the podcast, Positive Vibes Only. I have been praying about new content, some things I want to do, but they will still remain true to who I am and bringing in guests on my show. I want to take this to a whole nother level. Keep me in your prayers. I don't know when it's going to happen, but God's been putting it on my heart because I had totally pulled back from everything just to concentrate on my final grieving, my next level and me. Peace and self-care. 
That has been my journey this past year. It's not personal, but it's personal. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Saturday. Be safe. Be careful. And remember, regardless of what you you think, even if I still know you and don't talk to you, I will always love you. That's just the type of heart that I have. God bless. Bye.